And so I'll have to sit down and say, hey, I'm not sure these numbers are going to work the way that you want them to. And in order for this to happen, you're either going to have to make some sacrifices. I mean, you're either going to have to cut expenses, make more money, or push the retirement date back. And that's never a fun meeting, but I tell my clients right from the get-go, I'm going to tell you what you need to hear. I'm not going to tell you what you want to hear. It's time for the Making Money Podcast with financial advisor, Lee Perkins. Welcome inside another episode of the Making Money Podcast. I am Ben George alongside Lee Perkins. Set for another great show for you here as we talk a little bit of investing, finance, retirement planning, a little bit of everything. And today our big focus is awkward conversations. Thankfully, this is an awkward conversation, Lee, as I welcome you onto the show. How you doing? Yeah, I'm doing well. Hopefully it's not going to be too awkward. <laughs> no, hopefully not. I mean, that's the conversations uh, that a lot of times you have to have as an advisor, right? I mean, awkward conversations, they have to happen because there's questions people don't like to ask. And we're going to talk about those today. That's going to be the main focus of today's show. And we also have a quote of the month we're going to get into in just a few minutes. But let me remind you about Lee. He is the owner and financial advisor over at JL Perkins Wealth Management, which is located in Macon. Their office is over at Northside Crossing. And you can find them online at jlperkinswealth.com. You can schedule a meeting there or register for a seminar right there on his website. So, Lee, what's been new with you, man? How's everything going? Everything's going well. Uh, just still inundated with fall sports uh, with my kids and, and traveling and doing things on the weekend. Finally got a little bit of rain here in the area, so it's all good. And, of course, lots of people coming in the office, just new activity and referrals, people coming in. People are wanting more of, of what we do. They're kind of seeing the value in the the planning, the tax planning, legacy planning, healthcare planning, investment planning, income planning, all those things that we specialize in. People seem to want it. So it's all good. That's great. Great to hear. What uh what sports are your kids involved with? Well, my son plays baseball, so he's kind of just doing hitting lessons through the fall and he's on the shotgun team at his school so it's a fantastic sport shooting sporting clays and and trap and skeet um got about another month or a month and a half of the season we'll wind down sometime a little bit after after thanksgiving and they've won the state championship three times in a row so defending champions we got we got a target on our back so to speak (laughs) <laughs> nice and little it, fun there. Yeah, yeah. And my daughter is competition cheer. So she used to be my little shortstop and all that kind of stuff. But I'm now that dad in the, the stands at, at a gym with screaming uh, <laughs> people in there watching them flip and flop all over the place. But she loves it. So it's a lot of fun. Been a pretty unique transition from softball and basketball over to the world of cheerleading. <laughs> yeah, I can, I can only imagine. That's awesome, though. It, yep. Well, let's get into today's show. and Let's begin with the quote of the month. Sometimes we'll pull a quote that we think kind of touches on important topics, or we'd like to pose it to you, uh, Lee, and get your thoughts on it to see if you can kind of help explain why it's important. So this quote comes from Jim Rohn, who says, time is more valuable than money. You can get more money, but you cannot get more time. Man, I, I love it. This is one of my favorite quotes. I was actually at a conference in Indianapolis last week, and one of the speakers put this quote up on the screen, and I thought it was it's a great quote because I think people mess this up all the time, and, and they're only focused on money. I need to get more, 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 and that's fine. You can get more money. They print it every single day, <laughs> but, but what you can't get more of is time. 
And it, it's rare when you see somebody on their deathbed, they say, boy, I wish, you know, can I see my statement one more time? Right. They don't do that. They're like, man, I wish I would have gone and done this or I wish I could have a little bit more time to spend with my my spouse or my child or my grandchild. That's it. Time is way more valuable. And at some point, I think people, there's a tipping point to where people realize that. And I think that's too where a good plan can kind of help you out, right? I mean, to have that peace of mind to not be worrying about your finances all the time to where you kind of almost like a set it and forget it kind of thing, right? I mean, you're always kind of looking at it and it's evolving and you're making changes. But for the most part, with a good plan, if you work with an advisor, you have that opportunity to build a strategy to where you're not worried about the day-to-day stuff in terms of your portfolio. You're looking at the bigger picture items. Man, that's perfect. That You, you could almost do a commercial right there in what you just said. That's what we want to do. That's what I want to do as an advisor is to help people worry less about their money and worry more about what they want to do in this next phase of life, which we call retirement. Don't spend time worrying about your money. That's what my office does. We'll worry about your money. You worry about your family and how to make best use of the time that you have left. Again, that quote of the month, time is more valuable than money. You can get more money, but you cannot get more time. So something to keep in mind as you go about your day-to-day and, and really work hard and grind at, at whatever your profession is and try to build that portfolio, step back and, and see that bigger picture. And what's most important to you is that time and, and, and how you spend it every day. You got it. All right, let's let's uh, let's go to main topic today, and that's awkward conversations. So awkward conversations, you wonder, what does this have to do with finance? Well, sometimes being a good financial advisor means you have to have those uncomfortable conversations. So let's take a look at how advisors help clients and, and how they should help clients navigate various tricky situations. So, and plus on the other side, if you're going to be working with a financial advisor, make sure they're pushing you to address these kinds of topics. You might not want to, but it is very important for your planning. So let's start off with the first one, and it's obvious why we don't want to talk about this, but the death of a spouse and how does that affect the financial plan? Yeah, nobody really wants to talk about this because we have to face our own mortality. We have to face the the reality that at some point, one of us, one member of the spousal team uh, is not going to be around. And so what does that look like? And from a f- planning standpoint, it impacts everything. We know that there's a very good chance the income is going to change you know, whether that's Social Security, pensions, withdrawals from from IRAs, income needs are going to change because expenses can change. Also, retirement dates can change based on the death of the spouse. If somebody dies prematurely, maybe the surviving spouse has to work a little bit longer so the retirement date can change. And ultimately, a big one is plans for retirement can change. You know, people sometimes put out their their dream retirement and sometimes it doesn't go that way you know if if somebody passes away early you may have had plans to travel here and do this or do that and if a spouse is not around going forward who are you traveling with and i've seen it both ways i've seen it to where a spouse planned on traveling a lot with one spouse and then they passed away and they didn't have anybody to travel with but then i've had it where a spouse wanted to travel, but the person who passed away didn't want to. Now they can buddy up with their friends and travel more. So you know, there are a lot of things that sometimes people just don't want to dig into and, and consider, but it's going to happen. The stats tell us that 100% of us are going to die. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's the case. And I think the other part of that too, is just to make sure you're on the same page with your spouse and you know 
what those accounts are, what accounts you have. If you're not into financial planning and you don't pay attention to the finances, if that's not your thing, it's still important too to have that conversation and know where everything's located so you find it in case Absolutely. Of an emergency. Absolutely. They both spouses have to be involved to some level so they have an idea of what's going on if the one who typically takes care of everything uh, is the one that passes. The next awkward conversation that uh, we want to talk about is kind of long-term care, right? I mean, nobody expects to have to rely on other people to take care of them at any point. We don't want to think about our own uh, lack of ability to get around and move. But, you know, at some point there could be a case where you have to involve a nursing home, right? Whether for yourself or somebody else in your family. So what happens if nursing home care is needed? You have to ask that question. Yeah, that's a good one. And that this awkward conversation is one that's generally going to take place with a with an adult child. And sometimes that's awkward for the adult child because they don't want to face the reality of their parent aging in not so good of a way. I mean, we all we have this image, this picture of our of our parents being strong and healthy. And the reality is the more you, you know, you you age, things start to break. My parents tell me all the time their calendar is inundated with doctor's appointments, and that's just the reality. You know, I'll be 50 in a few months, and my, my mom says, you ain't seen nothing yet, and I'm starting to see it. I'm starting to see it. But have that conversation. Who's going to take care of the parents when something happens? And then the tough thing is how do you pay for it? Right. How do you pay for it? And that, that could be a whole other show on its own. Yep, and you have to make sure you, you've budgeted some money for that because that can be really expensive too, right? Absolutely. There are so few people that can uh, self-insure for long-term care. I mean, because it's anywhere from $3,000 to $8,000 a month. And, you know, if you come in and you've got $1.1 million and you say, I'll just pay for it myself. Boy, if something happens to both of you, you can stroll through that money pretty quick and wind up running out of money if you live long enough. And then when you pass away, there's nothing that's going to be left for the kids. And that's not what anybody wants. So whether it's some kind of long-term care insurance, there are lots of life insurance products now that have chronic illness riders or accelerated death benefits. You know, there's some pretty unique ways that you can pay for it. So, but have the conversation now and talk about it and put some numbers on paper and figure out what you're going to do for when that happens. The next thing is, look, as we all kind of build our plan, we all have a date in mind that we want to retire, right? Whether it be 65 or 60 or 70. But sometimes you have to really dig into the numbers and find out whether or not that date's going to work for you. Because in some cases, you might need a little bit more money than you currently have. So having a conversation about, do I actually need to work longer might not be fun and might not be something you want to talk about, but it's better than running out of, running out of money in retirement. You got it. Now, this is an awkward conversation many times that I have to have with a client. Because lots of times people put that that magical date out there in the future and they just have it's just set. But they hadn't really done the legwork ahead of time to make sure that they're ready when that happens. And so I'll have to sit down and say, hey, I'm not sure these numbers are going to work the way that you want them to. And in order for this to happen, you're either going to have to make some sacrifices. I mean, you're either going to have to cut expenses, make more money or push the retirement date back. And that's never a fun meeting, but I tell my clients right from the get-go, I'm going to tell you what you need to hear. I'm not going to tell you what you want to hear. Yeah, that's important. I mean, you got you got to be honest because have, how can you build a plan, Lee, yourself and your team? How can you build a plan for somebody if you don't know all the details? 
Right. Yep. And, and I want to build a plan that has a very strong chance of success. And so if somebody comes in with unrealistic expectations about what, what they want to do in retirement, when they want to retire with the amount of money, I'm going to let them know and, hey, and say, hey, this is not going to work. And almost every single time people appreciate that kind of honesty and candor. Yeah, I know I do for sure. Another one we have to have with our children is the estate and legacy plan. So everybody has different relationships with their children, right? Some kids might need it more, some might not need anything at all, but making sure you sit down and have that conversation with your children so they understand what that plan is in place and how they fit into it, if at all. Yeah, this can be a little bit tricky. Like you you said there in the beginning of it is everybody has a different relationship with their children. Some children are better off, and when I say children, I mean adult children, are better off financially. They've got a better financial head on their on their shoulder. Maybe they're just a little more savvy or, or in tune with things. And then sometimes people, their, their kids are not. And maybe having that conversation is not something you want to share. People can be very guarded and private with their information, even when it comes to their kids. And, and I understand that. But if it's a good relationship, the adults are on their feet. I think it's a good idea to be an open book with those kids and let them know basically what you have, what your plan is, and how at the end of the day, the kids will fit into that plan, whether that's how they'll inherit the money, how this is going to go, what kind of conditions are there going to be. It's really important. And that is it. That's a tough conversation sometimes for the kids to have because, again, they have to face the reality that at some point their parents are going to pass away. And so, yeah, it's a tough conversation for the, the parents, but definitely a tough conversation for the kids. And one of the things that we're, we're going to try to incorporate here in this next year is um, I hadn't really come up with a catchy name for it, but a kind of a, a legacy meeting where I bring in my clients and they bring in their adult kids and let okay. me be that third party in the room and let's talk through things and do this in a systematic way. I've kind of test that out with a couple of clients and they really like the idea. We just have to fine tune it, but I think it's a great idea. How do those conversations go in the room? I mean, is everybody pretty comfortable with them? Is it tough to kind of get into it? Do you have to kind of break the ice a little bit? How does that work? Yeah, it's tough to get into. We've had some people cry, you know, kind of walk out and say, just let me just get a minute to kind of get things together just because we're having some, we're facing some very, very difficult scenarios and that becomes reality when we in our system you know mark out their parent meaning they're dead and sometimes that's emotional but at the end of it they say wow this is very helpful to see this and i think they appreciate it both the parents and the kids good all right the last one is not really dealing with your finances and your plan specifically but kind of bigger picture there's a lot of times that we get involved with an advisor that we might like as a person, we might have a great relationship with them personally, but the plan doesn't seem to be going exactly how we envisioned it, whatever that might mean. But it's tough to have that conversation with an advisor and say, look, you know, I just don't think this is in my best interest to continue this relationship. I want to move on. But if you're not happy with the help that you're getting and the planning that you're getting, you need to have that conversation. Yeah, we do see this a lot. Folks come in our office and maybe they've been working with an advisor for years. They've helped them along the way. But many times these advisors were just accumulation specialists and they're not really equipped to help somebody with the next phase of their life, which is going to include 
the distribution phase. How do we draw income from all these things? What do we do with Social Security? So it's a whole separate level of specialty. And so, you know, I tell people, well, you've graduated from your accumulation advisor and now you need to work with a retirement advisor who specializes in all of this. And and then that is a difficult conversation. You know, when I, I tell people, hey, are you going to be able to tell your advisor that I guess it's the whole, it's not you, it's me thing. How you do that? How do you exit that relationship in a graceful way? And nine times out of 10, the advisor will be appreciative of that because they understand that that's not what they do. And if they're interested in your best interest, they will gladly hand you off to somebody who is more specialized in what you need as you get older. All these conversations and questions that you need to be asking are not easy. And we understand that, but we wanted to bring them to your attention so that you know, like these are the things that you need to be talking about with your planner. It's not all just, Hey, what uh, investment should I be making next? It's, you know, these some deeper rooted questions with some items that are going to affect you potentially down the road. And you want to have a plan in place for them to be able to handle that. So, you know, I encourage you to, to get in touch with Lee's team at JL Perkins Wealth Management in Macon and, and find out how they can help you because they're there for this. And, and you hear Lee on this show and, and past episodes talking about how he's there to help you out with these kind of issues and, and to make you more comfortable so that again, you can enjoy your time and not worry so much about your money. So, you know, feel free to reach out to them online at jlperkinswealth.com or you can call them 478-254-3550. So you're ready for those awkward conversations, right, Lee? I'm ready. Let's go. <laughs> so get in touch with him and make sure you subscribe to this podcast as well on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to the podcasts, whatever app that you might use, and you'll have each and every episode delivered right to your inbox and right to your mobile device. You can listen every time we release a new episode, which we do every other week. So we look forward to talking to you on the next episode of the Making Money Podcast. Lee, appreciate the time today. Thanks a lot. See you next time. That'll do it for us. Make sure you subscribe and check out Lee at jlperkinswealth.com. We'll talk to you on the next episode. Investment advisory services are offered by J.L. Perkins Wealth Management, a registered investment advisor and insurance agency. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, legal, or investment advice. Always consult with a qualified tax, legal, or investment professional before taking any action.